This isn't Grandma's radio show. We talk about slobber knocking fights. Grounded pal. Rear naked chokes. Plug your ears if you don't want to hear it. It's coming up next, another brand new episode of Sucker Radio. This is MMA fight music producer Mikey Ruckus, and you are listening to another edition of Sucker Radio with your host, Jeremy Brand. Be sure to catch all your mixed martial arts news and interviews and updates at www.mmasucker.com. I can't believe... Welcome back to another episode of Sucker Radio here on MMASucker.com, as well as our good friends over at LastWordOnSports.com. As always... Make sure you check out those two fantastic sites after your listening pleasure of this podcast. One guest for your listening pleasure this week. Listening pleasure. Wow, that came up twice in a matter of like seconds. But yes, I have one guest this week. He is Bellator welterweight champ, Andre Koreshkov. He takes on Benson Henderson in his Bellator debut welcoming Benson Smooth Henderson to the Bellator cage. Interesting, interesting fight because Kreshkov has one loss. And, uh, you know, Benson was a lightweight champ. He, he, he's won welterweight fights, but he was a lightweight champ. He, he's coming up and fighting a very, very tough opponent in Kreshkov. So we're going to chat with him about that. And you know what? It's the very first time in Sucker Radio history, six-plus years of doing a podcast, and this is the first time we're doing a translated interview. So uh, bear with the Russian um, dialect for a bit, and you'll get the answers you want from my questions from Andre Koreshkov. Before we get into that, we'll talk a little news, and this news is brought to you by Fusion Fight Gear. You know, they bring the world of licensed fightwear. They've got brand new gi out this week. It's a Terminator 2 Skynet gi. It's super limited edition. You're going to want to get your hands on this. They've also got this limited edition because it's flying off the shelves like crazy. That's the only reason it's limited edition. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Rash Guard and Spats. These things are sick. I have both of them myself. You're going to want to pick up a pair of those as well. So head on over to FusionFightGear.com and let them know MMASucker.com or Sucker Radio sent you. The big news from the week, Leota Machida versus Dan Henderson canceled after Machida admits to taking a banned substance. This was scheduled for Saturday's UFC on Fox 19 fight card. Yes, it's fight week yet again. And you know what? It sucks because... Could have been uh, Dan Henderson's retirement fight. Who knows? But uh, the UFC released a statement which read, The UFC organization was made aware today by the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, the independent administrator of the UFC anti-doping policy, that Leon Machida declared the usage of a banned substance during an out-of-competition sample collection last week. Machida stated that he was unaware that the substance was prohibited both in and out of competition and in accordance with the UFC anti-doping policy, his disclosure of usage will be taken into consideration by USADA during any potential results management and adjudication process. So Machida admitted it himself. Wow, something is going on. Didn't know... That it was illegal. 
but he admitted it. So, interesting enough. <sighs> sucks, 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 sucks. Want to give a moment of silence to Yoel Carvalho passed away this past week and um, after a fight against Conor McGregor's teammate uh, in Ireland. Very, very sad. Um, head trauma. Uh, this stuff doesn't happen too often in the world of mixed martial arts. Uh, it's very, very disturbing when, when something like this happens. I know our good friend of the show, Andrew McGann of Severe MMA, was on scene at this event. And I, I just want to pay my dues and my respects to the family and friends of Yoel Carvalho. Rest in peace, my friend. Now, Paige Van Zant on Dancing with the Stars, wow, oh wow, oh wow, hit the highest marks of the season, the highest scores, dancing her heart out on Monday evening on ABC's Dancing with the Stars. Congratulations to her. I've yet to catch an episode, but you should catch one if you can. Now, season 24 of The Ultimate Fighter, we spoke about last week. The winner was going to get a shot at uh, either Demetrius Johnson or Henry Cejudo. Uh, The winner of the season was going to get a crack at that. Well, guess what? The UFC has scrapped those plans, and in fact... They have scrapped the tryouts altogether for that season. Who knows why? We don't. They did not announce that. Also some big news this week. Former UFC welterweight champ George St. Pierre sounds like he's on good terms with the UFC. He has stated that he will be returning to the octagon, but it seems like there's sort of some uh, wiggle room when it comes to this whole Reebok deal. They're unsure of of what's really going on with Reebok and uh, George St. Pierre. So, without further ado, why do I say that every single time? I would like to get into my guest, Andre Koreshkov. This interview is brought to you by Float House. Do you need a getaway for 90 minutes without traveling? Well, then Float House has you covered. With a number of locations in British Columbia, Float House will have you feeling revived in less time than most feature films. Whether you need to relax, visualize, deal with pain management, meditate, heal your body, or just plain old want to rest, check out floathouse.ca for all your sensory deprivation tank information. Discover how floating can benefit your mind, body, and soul for just $39 a month. Once again, check out floathouse.ca and let them know that MMASucker.com or Sucker Radio sent you. Joining me now is the man who holds the 170-pound belt under Bellator MMA. Andre Koreshkov joins the show. Thank you for joining me today, man. Hi. All right. So, you know, the first thing that I wanted to ask is sort of take us back. You're you're 25 years old now. Um, you started your mixed martial arts career, professional career in 2010. I mean, that's six years ago. You were 18 years of age, a young buck. What got you interested in the sport and... Uh, how did it feel getting in the cage at just a young age of 18? 
ты начал свою карьеру в 2010 году, его подсчетом тебе было 18 лет, ну, ты можно поправить, не совсем так. А, и что привело тебя в этот спорт, что заставило тебя заниматься профессиональной ММА, тем более в таком молодом возрасте, как там 18 лет? Вообще выступать по ММА я начал в возрасте 20 лет, не 18 лет. В этот спорт меня привел мой тренер Александр Шиненко. И, в принципе, заставить выступать по этому виду спорта тоже заставил он меня. И я рад этому, счастлив, что моя жизнь так сложилась, что я связал свою жизнь, опять же, по совету Александра Шиненко с ММА, и это дает свои плоды. I started my professional MMA career when I turned 20 years old. Uh, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, it was the fact that I, uh, my work with my coach, Alexander Shlemenko, uh, it was his advice. Uh, and uh, uh, actually, he is not just my coach, he's also my mentor. And uh, uh, that was, uh, I mean, his idea, his advice. Uh, for me to start competing as a professional mixed martial arts athlete. And uh, I've been following his lead uh, all this time, and uh, actually I'm, I'm very happy. I consider myself a happy person because uh, I think that things are working out really well for, for, my, for me as an MMA fighter. And uh, I'm, I, enjoy, I enjoy life. Were, were you involved in, in sports growing up? Да, с возрасте 9 лет я начал заниматься рукопашным боем армейским, также выступал э, по конкретиону и по различным версиям рукопашного боя. Actually, I started training uh, in army combat fighting, uh, which is also a form of amateur mixed martial arts. Uh, when I was 9 years old, and uh, I competed a lot in army combat fighting, also in pancreation which is also a, a, basically a type of uh, mixed martial arts and uh, different other types of uh, hand-to-hand fighting, uh, which you know, prepared me to become a professional mixed martial arts athlete. So going 8-0 was no surprise being called by Bellator then. Um, what was it about Bellator that sort of tickled your fancy? What was it about them that, that made you want to sign with them? Were, were they the only major promotion to contact you? Why did you Причина послужила то, что Алина Шеменко уже довольно-таки долго и успешно выступал в этом промоушене. Также, естественно, это благодаря хорошей работе моего менеджера Северного И они вдвоем сделали мне путь в эту организацию. И в ней, по сути, я и начал выступать. И если брать всю мою карьеру, то я иду по стопам Александра Шеменко и в дальнейшем, ну, как бы постоянно иду по стопам и повторяю по чуть-чуть то, что достиг он. Well, uh, there are two main factors uh, that lead up to me signing with Valdorit because uh, my uh, coach Александр Шеменко was already fighting there and fighting successfully. 
and uh, it's a work of my manager Alexey Zhinakov. So thanks for these two uh, guys. I sign up with Belder, and uh, I'm trying to basically follow the steps of my coach, uh, what he's doing, and trying, uh, trying as hard as possible to do it uh, maybe as well as he does. And uh, yeah, basically that was the main reason for me to sign with Belder. Well, it seems like you're following his steps fairly well. You went 5-0 and under the Bellator banner until you met Ben Askren handing your, your loan loss. Um, what did you learn from that bout against Askren moving forward? Uh, Поражение в Эмаске заставило меня стать взрослее. Я получил опыт, которого до этого не получал. И э, могу сказать, что мое психологическое состояние и эмоциональное стало намного устойчивее, чем нежели было до этого. До этого оно было, можно сказать, детское. Сейчас уже более взрослое. И э, тот опыт, который я получил, помогает мне настраиваться и быть более психологически устойчивым перед важными ответственными боями. I can say that that loss to Ben Askren uh, taught me a very important lesson, and uh, that loss to Ben Askren it uh, made me to grow grow up mentally because I can say that prior to that loss, I fought and uh, my mental state before the fight was like a little kid's uh, mental state. After that fight, I learned to focus on the fight. I actually, I you know, like became basically became a man, not 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 a kid, but a man. And uh, it taught me that it's very important to be able to focus before the fight, to be able to tune myself mentally to the fight, because only uh, only this way I can show show what I'm capable of doing during the fight. So uh, probably <coughs> this uh, this is the, the most important things. That I learned from, from, from that fight. Interesting. Now, following that loss, I, I noticed that you made the return and, and fought one fight in Russia before returning to the right. Bellator cage. What, what was the reasoning behind that? Ну, это было, скажем так, это такой ход, видимо, Алексея для нового возвращения, чтобы я после этого достаточного поражения снова почувствовал после обеда, и тем, как вернуться в детство, оно дало совпады, это очень хорошо на это влияло, и помогло мне в дальнейшем сбежать от стены к Жанаков. Uh, and we, as a team, we decided that it's important for me uh, to uh, like regain focus, to uh, uh, to uh, uh, to fight uh, in my uh, home country, uh, just to get, regain that uh, you know self confidence, you know. And it worked out really well. So I really needed uh, a win after that loss to Ben Askren. Uh, I needed that win uh, to to be able to come back to Belder's cage and uh, to be able to compete there successfully. And uh, just uh, I just needed to return to the winning track 
uh, both physically and mentally, and uh, it turned out turned out really well. That it did. Uh, five fight winning streak since that Askren loss including uh, the welterweight tournament victory, as well as winning the welterweight championship against Douglas Lima. Now, explain the emotions when you finally captured the championship from Douglas Lima. Эмоции простые, я был счастлив, я был счастлив, что выиграл этот пояс, что не подвел, не подвел своего тренера, который вложил в меня очень много сил и потратил очень много времени. Подвел нашу школу в сторону, которую я, в принципе, проходил всю поверхность боя. И вообще не подвел тех людей, которые были рядом со мной во время подготовки. И не повелся вот менеджеру Сережинакова, который проделал тоже очень большую работу с этим боем. Вот, и это чувство э, радости и чувство того, что как бы груз стал, это я так скажу. Well, uh, my emotions were very simple. simple. Basically, I felt uh, two things. First of all, obviously, it was happiness. Happiness that I, I did that. And the second thing was the relief, relief from that sense of responsibility, that uh, relief from the sense that I didn't fail my uh, coach, Alexander Stanenko, who devoted uh, a lot of time and effort, and uh, basically he put his soul into my training and my preparation for this fight and for my whole career, that I didn't uh, let down my, uh, my, my gym, my storm school gym from my home city of Omsk, that I didn't, down, or, or didn't let down all the uh, team of people who work uh, together with me. I didn't let down my manager, Alexei Zhanakov, who also uh, did a tremendous uh, job uh, um, helping me out. Uh, so, yeah, it would be these two feelings, happiness and relief from uh, that uh, feeling of responsibility. That fight happened in uh, July 2015. Why such a long layoff between that fight and now this fight coming up with Benson Henderson? Этот бой был 9 месяцев назад, в июне того года. Почему такой долгий перерыв? Чем был меньше? Ну, этот вопрос мы задали мне, руководству, Влатера. Я бы хотел бы сесть с ним раз как можно чаще, раз в три месяца, но, к сожалению, не получается. You know what? I think this question should be addressed not to myself, but to Belper. Uh, because I don't like this fact that I, I don't fight as often as I want to. If, uh, if it would be my choice, I would like to fight every three months. And with in mind, I'm ready to fight that often, and uh, it would be like the perfect uh, schedule for myself. I think right. we would I, like... I don't, I don't enjoy the fact that... Yeah, I think we would like that as as uh, media and fans and, and everyone out there as well, because he brings excitement to the cage. Потому что когда ты дерешься, это очень яркий бой, и ты клетку приносишь что такое So Benson Henderson, this guy, former UFC lightweight champion, he's picked up victories inside the octagon at welterweight as well. Um, what were your thoughts when you found out that this was the guy that you were going to be fighting against for the championship? I mean, he comes into Bellator with no victories under his belt and under that banner. Um, do you think he should have gotten a title shot? 
а, ну, учитывая его известность и так далее, а, что ты почувствовал, когда ты знал, что он будет твоим соперником? Это первая часть вопроса, и вторая часть вопроса, а, у него била три минуты побед, и как ты считаешь, это справедливо, что не соответствует на таких людей? Ну, на первую часть вопроса скажу, что, естественно, я был очень рад, что узнал, что иногда прекрасно не будет потому что я считаю, что я выиграю и это очень хороший шанс сказать себе, показать себя и показать себя на уровне предыдущих вопросов. И отвечая на вторую часть вопроса, что Возможно, кто-то посчитает это несправедливо, но все-таки очень известный человек, много всего рекомендовал. И лично мне без разницы, как он стал контендером на этот бой. И кому-то, возможно, кто в этой реализации диверсии пытается получить шанс в разных типах, им от этого будет, естественно, плохо, они недовольны, но лично я доволен. Mm-hmm. I will answering uh, the first part of your question. When I found out that uh, Ben Henderson is going to be my opponent, uh, I was very happy. I was very happy because uh, he's, he's a very famous fighter. He, he, he's accomplished a lot in his career. So it's a great opportunity. It's a great chance for me to showcase my skills and to... Uh, I, because from the very first second when I learned that he's going uh, to be my opponent, I, I knew that I'm going to beat him, and uh, it's uh, going. It's going to be a very. It's, it's just a great chance for me to, uh, to basically put my name uh, on on the <coughs> like uh, near the names of such known fighters as Ben Henderson. And answering the second uh, part of your question, uh, whether it's uh, basically fair for him to get a title shot without any uh, previous wins in Belter. Uh, to be frank with you, for myself, for me, it uh, doesn't really matter. Because, as I said, the, this opportunity to fight him is uh, very important uh, for me. And it doesn't matter for me how he got, how he get this chance to become a uh, contender. Uh, I understand that for, uh, for maybe for some other guys in my weight class, in Belter, uh, they won't like this fact because they fought and they uh, trained uh, really, really hard. They put up tons of work. Uh, you know, to 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 get this part, and maybe he's uh, jumping ahead of them, so maybe they don't like this guy. But for me, uh, as I said, it it doesn't really matter. Uh, what matters for me is uh, the the level of uh, opponent that and this level of position that uh, Ben Henderson brings. For sure. Just two more questions for you. Um, how have you seen the the Bellator game grow? From, uh, I mean, you, you fought when it was Bjorn Rebney as the president, now it's Scott Coker. Do you like the direction that it's gone? Как бы так несколько к тому направлению, которое сейчас Бюлатор, ну, значит, раз я там был Бьорн Ребни, сейчас там Скотт Кокер, а Бюлатор начал развиваться по-другому. Как ты относишься к этому? Ну, что я... В принципе, нормально отношусь. Единственное, что, естественно, хотелось бы чаще выступать. А то, что делает Скоткопик, я вижу только одно, что турниры, которые он устраивает, они сейчас показывают больше рейтинг, чем было до этого. И это уже определенный плюс, как раз, будет 
well, the way I see it, if we look at the numbers, uh, events that uh, some of the events that uh, are being held uh, under Scott Cocker's uh, uh, management, uh, they show like really good ratings, which uh, you know, uh, which is always good for a promotion. So it shows that uh, Belter is on the on right path. Uh, and uh, the only thing that I would like to add is that uh, I just want to fight more often, as I, uh, I said, answering one of the previous questions. Uh, as long as I uh, fight often, uh, I, I'm happy. Now, finally, um, Russian fighters and, and Russian, um, the guys that enter the cage and, and the octagon are, are usually known as being fairly stoic. Um what do you like to do for fun? What, what, what's something that you like to do after a victory inside the cage um, to sort of get your spirits up? Таковых хобби у меня пока нет. По возвращению домой, то есть неожиданная работа, работа с детьми, школьством, там, где я тренируюсь, тренируюсь, соответственно. И на этом думаю, что я буду работать с вами так же, так как у нас очень отыщенные тренировочные процессы, я буду um, you know what, uh, right now uh, I think I will have a very busy schedule because uh, I also, uh, in a storm a school gym where I train, I also work as a coach for little kids. So as soon as the fight will be over, I will travel back to my home city of Omsk, Russia, and I'm going to keep working as a coach for, for a group of kids. And besides that, uh, I'm going to to help my coach Alexander Shenengel to prepare for his fight that's coming up and to help other guys from my gym to, for training. So basically, uh, I can say that uh, all my uh, life is devoted to, you know, to, to training and fighting. He is Andre Koreshkov. He takes on former UFC lightweight champion Benson Henderson on April 22nd at Bellator 153. Andre, man, it's been a pleasure. Just let people know where they can find you in the social media realm and uh, whatever else you got going on, like sponsors that you'd like to give shout outs. The floor is yours. Alexander Shinenko, my manager, Alexei Zhenakov, my uh, team, uh, my sponsor, and you, uh, new stream, which is uh, it's a great pleasure for me to be part of, 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 of this team. 
and everybody who roots for me, everybody who supports me. Uh, speaking of social, like uh, social networks, uh, uh, I could be found in, uh, in Facebook under my real name, and uh, also in I have an account on Instagram, which is uh, Kodesh, uh MMA MMA RUS. Uh, and uh, guys, please uh, follow me. And uh, I also have an account on Twitter, but I usually, frankly speaking, I don't use it that much. Uh, so guys, please uh, subscribe and uh, support me. That was Andre Koreshkov. Thanks a lot for uh, lining up that interview, Mr. CJ Tuttle. That was awesome. Very, very fun to chat with. The Rushki, the Russian Andrei Koreshkov, he's taking on Benson Henderson. Bellator 153 on April 22nd live on Spike TV. But this weekend we have UFC on Fox 19. Rashad Evans versus Glover Teixeira. Light heavyweight matchup that could be one for the ages. This one could be really fun. Um, With that, Dan Henderson and Leota Machida fight off the card. We've also got Daryl Horcher versus Habib Nurmagomedov. Interesting matchup. Does nothing for me, but the UFC obviously wants Habib to get a victory here. Um, Rose Namajunas returns to the cage after absolutely demolishing Paige Van Zandt against Tisha Torres. This one has number one contender written all over it. And uh, kicking off the Fox main card, Big Fox that is, Hawkeran Diaz versus Cub Swanson. Also on this card, a very, very fun preliminary contest. Michael Chiesa versus Benil Dariush. Beth Correa versus Raquel Pennington. Court McGee versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. And then moving on down the card, the UFC Fight Pass preliminary card is headlined by John Dodson versus Manny Gamburian. Dodson looking to climb back up into contender status and Manny looking to spoil his show. So a very fun fight card from Tampa, Florida. UFC on Fox 19 goes down this Saturday night, beginning at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time, with the main card kicking off on Fox at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So without further ado, the show is over. That has done it for me. My one guest, once again, I'd like to thank Andre Kreshkov and his translator for doing the, the show this week. I'd like to thank my sponsors, ProAmBelts.com, True North Screen Printing, and uh, BCKimonos.ca. Check them out. Make sure you like them and follow them on Facebook. And speaking of Facebook, make sure you follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at MMA Sucka. You can follow myself on Twitter at JeremyBrand604. I've got some fun stuff coming out for you in the not-so-distant future. Um, Video-wise, some big stuff coming up. Um, If you don't know, we've actually started a... Myself and JP Lasoletta have actually started a a little production company that the name isn't out there yet, but we've kicked around names and we've got one under wraps and and we've been doing some fun stuff. Like last weekend we did a wedding and a Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament and uh, it's getting very, very fun. So if you're listening to this and you need videos done and you're in the lower mainland area or you want to pay for us to come out and and do your videos for you then we are down hit us up on facebook or twitter and we can get your video needs done check us out you can you can check out some of our work on the mma sucka youtube page as well 
So as I said last week, I, I haven't done this much, but make sure you subscribe and leave us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere else that this podcast is heard. Please, please make sure you subscribe because it does us a lot of good. Also, make sure you check out Eye of the Storm, the MMA podcast. They have a new episode that just dropped the other day with Colleen Schneider. She returns to the show. Um, she's fighting she's fighting coming up, actually, and, and that's going to be a fun fight. So listen to Justin Pirro's interview with Colleen Schneider on this last week's episode of Eye of the Storm, the MMA podcast. That is it from me. You've heard Jeremy Brand ramble enough, so make sure you also check out Last word on sports.com for everything sports related. Head on over to MMASucka.com. And with that, I'm out.